My dog jumps up on me hard randomly. He's a bully. What do I do the times he's not on leash and I can't correct him that way? Well, you actually set it up. I actually have a free video on YouTube, how to stop jumping. So you actually set it up. So any bad behavior you have that you are not prepared for, you actually set the dog up to fail just so you can correct it. People really struggle with that concept. It's like, well, if you don't teach your dog what not to do, what, do, what happens when your dog does it? I think that's a simple concept to me. Mm -hmm. Like you should prepare for like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Kalman and the wonderful Joelle. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. And it's a Q&A show. We do it every Wednesday and Friday religiously. And um, it's a show where you ask your dog training questions. And most of the people are asking questions on how to stop things. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are struggling out there with bad behaviors. If you want to know how to train your dog, you can ask. But I'm going to say get the Green to Graduate program. Um, it's an online course we have because that's cheaper than a one-hour consult. And you'll literally take – we took an untrained dog, literally didn't even know its name, to a fully off-leash trained dog. We did it in 10 days, but you can do it in about a month. And um, it's the exact same protocol we do at the training center, which does involve lots of positive reinforcement training because we food train every dog that comes in. Unlike the show, which is going to be punitive-based. Why is the show punitive-based? Well, everybody always asks us how to stop things. And you guys can yell and scream and, you know, say you don't like it or agree with it. But them the facts. It's just how it works. We sort of know, you know, you can reward a dog to get more of something, but you have to apply. You can call it a correction. Everyone says corrections are different than punishers. It's like that's the way you feel, but it's still not a reward. But I call them the same thing. It's just like I call remote cowers, shock cowers. Everyone's like, oh, there's a difference. I'm like, not in 2022, there's not. It's like, no, you buy yourself a good name brand, Garmin Dogtra, which we don't, I'm sorry, Garmin and Sport Dog, which we don't use, but there's a good brands, or Dogtra, which we use, and eCower Technology, which we use. Those four models, which are available everywhere, um, you just jump on Amazon or jump on to a lot of places, a lot of the hunting stores like Bass Pro Shops and stuff carry those. Some of the big box stores do not carry those, but if you want to give your dog cancer, go to the food aisle. Um, that's uh, aisle number C. Um, so you'll write the question, Joelle will read it, and I'll answer it. And if you want to hear more of Joelle, you want to jump into our podcast which is Real Talk mm. with Jeff and Joelle, which we probably should record another one. Maybe tonight we'll put up a poll on our Instagram stories yeah. about what, what give people four choices maybe, or people just give them an open forum. What, what do you want us to talk about for our next Real Talk? Right. Um, Real Talk is nice because it's, it's designed exactly how I wanted it to be. Um, it's a conversation between Joelle and I, and it's literally a conversation. Joelle gets more than 50% um, of the talk time, which I really, really wanted her to be able to do. Um, so um, she's had a lot of passion into a lot of things. Um, but this show is, you know, what would you have to do? It's just how it is. All right. Um, let's get ready to rumble. 
Here we go. Okay. Courtney said, just wanted to let you know that you are very helpful. Mm. I've watched lots of your videos and it has helped me immensely with my borble. Thank you. Oh, a borble too. Jeez. They're intense good, for, good for you. It's intense dog. Yep. I've been getting it wrong for 20 years. So I'm glad that it's helping. <laughs> so, so, so it's really funny. It's so funny. Every once in a while, um, uh, I still get a comment from people I know, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel I don't associate with them, nor would I ever. I wouldn't go to their wedding or their funeral. Um, but I don't hate them. I just wouldn't go. Um, mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's like, you should stop training dogs and learn something. I'm like, okay. For some weird reason, me being stupid is working. Um, uh, I don't know. And, and all my trainers trained by by me being really stupid for listening to me in the first place mm. and then for for, for creating off these trained dogs that have been rehabbed from aggression and stress and, and anxiety our own personal dogs too for some, for some weird reason it's working and you know i don't know it's just it's always interesting it's always interesting and um sorry we're not dog trainers that own border collies nothing against the dog trainer or border collie but that's a that's a very motivated dog so it's always that's always funny when you get input from folks that are in the that, that arena. It's like that's an easy dog to, to work with technically because it's it's got a lot of motivation. It can be challenging if you don't know what you're doing, but it loves to work. Yeah. Um, so um, you can have a lot of fun with those dogs. We get a lot of unmotivated dogs. We get a lot of dogs that are anti-work. They're literally like, I will do everything possible not to work, including biting you. Like that's like, that's an issue with a lot of our clients. Yep. It's like, when I ask my dog to do something, it attacks Even me. Even the most simple thing, yeah. like get off the couch. Yeah. It's like, I'll attack you. <laughs> I'll bite you. Or I'm going to put this leash on you. I'll bite I you. I attack you. Like, could you imagine that? No, I actually it's couldn't. Like, it's like. But I've lived it with these dogs. So yes, I get it. So it's like, we have, there's there are dogs out there that love to do anything. They will do anything for you. Remember the perfect example is that dog Penny. Yes. She loved yes. to work. Yeah. Ask her to jump through fire, she probably yep. would. But put a leash on her, yep. she'll rip you apart. Yep. Yep. She will that, rip you apart. That's a big contrast. Apart. But there's also dogs that are like, would not do that. So yeah. what I'm saying is like, but there are dogs out there that will do anything you ask. Mm -hmm. Really for just a little pet on the head or a little, little piece of kibble, you know, because we don't, we, we, we don't feed them out of a bowl. We feed them through, through, through their work because they love to work. It's a great motivator. Um, but, but there are absolutely dogs out there um, that will be the polar opposite. So I'm not ripping on people that don't border cow, but colleagues, please don't get me wrong. Those are fun dogs to work with. What I'm saying is if that's what your arena is, you really can't compare yeah. to what our arena is because it's the polar opposite. And a lot of those folks actually would struggle training dogs that we work with. And I say that because we've had other people come in and they'll be like, these dogs can't be trained. And I'm like, yeah, I know we hear that all the time. They've, they've, they've come from places that said that mm -hmm. next we haven't even started, Jeff. No, oh, yeah, we have. Okay, you let me ask one. Okay. I didn't let you ask one. You asked one. <laughs> like, I don't let you do anything. You're your own boss. Please and thank you. It's true. DC5 Falcon. How do I teach my Kana Corso confidence when out walking? Mm. She's been attacked by smaller dogs, oh, but nothing serious. Well, a couple of different issues here. Number one, get yourself a hiking stick, bear spray, or learn how to use your feet and start kicking those dogs away. And I'm not joking at all. You get your dog. Number one, of course, so against a small dog, God forbid, it's one dead small dog. And if your dog's on a leash and if those dogs are off leash and they're coming after you, you've got nothing to worry about at all. Um, your dog was attacked. I don't care what size the dogs were. But 
it's all for a lot of dogs though that are not as confident as we're talking here it actually fucks them up big time so what can you start doing number one you're going to start leveraging good obedience to increase confidence. I actually did a post on this um, a couple of days ago for the puppies. Someone asked about, you know, the, you know, puppy, puppy training. Um, so what I want folks to understand is um, get your dog to know baseline obedience in a sterile environment, then start exposing your dog to different environmentals that can be in your house environmentals. Get your dog confident, confident around that. And then what you can start doing is taking your dog out to the real world. And what you're doing is making sure your dog is um, just stays in its obedience command. Leverage the dog's obedience. That will increase the dog's confidence. Getting your dog around stable dogs, that will increase the dog's mm -hmm. confidence. Get your dog around dogs that are unruly, but you take charge, that will increase your dog's confidence. Um, you booting a small dog 50 feet through a goalpost, your dog will have more confidence than you've ever seen in the world. Next. Man, Vinder said, what's up? What's up? A lot of great things. A lot of great things are up. Probably do some filming this weekend. Good stuff. Next. Caroline, my dog jumps up on me hard randomly. He's a bully. What do I do the times he's not on leash and I can't correct him that way? Well, you actually set it up. I actually have a free video on YouTube, how to stop jumping. So you actually set it up. So any bad behavior you have that you are not prepared for, you actually set the dog up to fail just so you can correct it. People really struggle with that concept. It's like, well, if you don't teach your dog what not to do, what, do, what happens when your dog does it? I think that's a simple concept to me. Mm -hmm. Like you should prepare for like the worst case scenario. Yeah. It's like, I don't know about you, but. I'm actually putting up a video about that tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, why do you think they have drills in schools? Now they've got, unfortunately, now they've got these so mass shooting drills, but we used to have in Ohio, we had tornado drills. Do you know in Florida, they do alligator drills? Do they really? How to escape an alligator. Wow running zigzags and stuff really i saw a post on it zigzag like, in florida what, you'd practice drills what movie what movie is that what, mo what movie is that from the zigzag pattern and what Serpentine is or whatever yes, the, <laughs> shush i was trying to get, i wanted everyone to freaking guess <laughs> Yes, but what's the serpentine from? Well, you still didn't know. I don't know the movie. You still didn't the movie, right? I just know you've asked this so before. So, what, what's what's the movie, and who are the actors? The two actors that were in that scene. That's you've asked this many times, and I still can't remember. Every time, I'm like, "What the hell movie?" Because you remember about? Serpentine. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay, Terry. Evening, y'all. Happy to be able to catch a live Q and A. Just share Creed's intake and going home video when it came up on my memories. Love you guys. Oh, nice. That's oh yeah, really nice. Creed. Wow. Yeah, these, these memory videos are pretty cool. Carissa recently received my first negative review. While I know I can't please everyone, the individual made some highly exaggerated and false claims. Yep. An example, they claim their dog was severely dehydrated, including orange urine and fur skin showing signs after a two-day boarding stay, <laughs> despite having access to fresh water all day each day. Right. Right. I'm unable to remove the review, so I need to respond in a professional manner yep. for any future potential client who may read it. I'm not trying to sway the reviewers. No, no, not at all. There's crazy out there. So all you do yeah. is you. So if it was if it was a two day review, your your dog can actually live without water for two days. Believe it or not, um, they can live without food for much longer. But what I would do is I would say your dog boarded with me, okay, if that's what it was, or whatever stayed with me, or I took care of your dog for two days. 
Your dog had access to water. I can't force water down your dog's throat. It's actually dangerous to do. Um, your dog was not dehydrated at all. Um, as far as its fur condition, in two days, I highly, it's highly unlikely that the dog would change unless it self-sabotaged itself by pulling and eating itself if it was a stress, stress, stressful dog. But, you know, you, you, you say it in a very professional way and you specify that it was 48 hours. Just remember, most people know crazy. Next. It's true. Veronica, loved the nail trimming course. Oh, awesome. I have an eight-month-old Great Dane who acts about the same as your demo dog. Mm. Not sure our table will work at 130 pounds. Do we use the place cot just slightly off the ground or what? I would use the floor. Um, yeah. You can use, yeah. So I, I agree about the, the, the table too being for a big dog like that. But I'm gl glad you liked the review when you saw. See, this is the thing. You're dealing with what we deal with. Yeah. So you saw how firm, harsh, like manhandling we had to do for the first two sessions because you, you're like, yep, that's me. That's what the course is for. But I want you to know now, like for a, for a long time, actually, because we shot that course, what, five weeks, four weeks ago? Yeah, was but it, it was literally three sessions. But I'm just saying, no, it's been a month. Yeah. So, so by the time I, I was in Providence for five days, by the time I left Providence, I didn't start shooting until the second day I was there. So we only did two 15-minute sessions, and then I think I did the third session. I think I was there for the third you session. You did one, two, and three, and then she did four right. and five. And now she's like literally the she dog. just sent me a video the other day. Yeah. He's laying on his place cot on her back porch. Yep. She's doing his yep. nails. So when, I, when I, I'm back in town in about two and a half weeks, I'll do a check-in. I'll do a check-in, and, I'll, and I'll, just, I'll just stand there and, and, and MC the whole damn thing. And, and we'll do a check-in. And if you bought the video, that will go on to your video course as well. So, next. A said, camping was a shit show this weekend. My dog, mm. well-behaved. And by your advice, I set up an X-Pen. Dad's dog, zero training, running all over. Just being a dog, I was told. Um, I feel like there should be more to that. Yep. Do I let my dog defend himself and tell them he is just being a dog. I doubt he would see that the same way. Right. Um, I probably wouldn't go camping with your dad again, only unless he doesn't bring his dog. People that use the excuse a dog's being a dog, what it really means is I'm a fucking lazy shithead that won't take the effort to even do minimal training with my dog. That's what that code means. It's like, you know, how like police officers have codes, like everybody's got firefighters have got codes. The military has codes. It's like, you know, they'll say like, you know, some code. Code red. Code red or code whatever. Yeah. Even, even, hell, even Walmart shoppers have fucking codes, you know, but I think it's like, but that's code. That's code for that. Next. Wendy, puppy is being crate trained and eats the bedding, blanket in the crate and everything outside of the crate. Tips. Number one, you do it in the bedding. As far as outside the crate, that's yeah, one of those puppies that reaches. Yeah, so then obviously you clear out, clear all that stuff out, mm -hmm. clear all that stuff out, or you set the dog up to definitely get rid of the bedding. Yeah, but it's not it, worth the risk. Yeah, it's not. It's not worth it. Your dog could actually die. But as far as reaching its paw out, no bonk. It sucks to put, reach your paw out. And bring things. Why? I, dogs can move crates close to electrical cords. That's why. Next. Ashley, working a dog who only reacts to humans being physical with each other. We have a role play oh, yeah. this and corrected. Would we just play this out over and over until yep. a dog goes into avoidance on their own? Yep. So what happened was we once had a client. He called me up and he goes, hey, Jeff, I'm Italian. I'm like, hey, 
insert client's name, I'm Jewish. And um, he goes, we're a loud family. We talk with our hands and the dog attacks us. And I said, we're not going to stop being loud. I said, of course not. You can't. Um, so what did we do? Baseline obedience. And then what do we do? Set the dog up to fail. And guess what happened? We look stupid as hell, all yelling at each other, because that's not what we do in the workplace. But we like role played like family yep. arguments and like loud kids. We, and, like, we even brought him to your house and we had like a pool, a yep. fake pool party yep. to see if he'd go crazy. So we got to the point very quickly where that dog just didn't move. Um, so that's what you got to do. But then you have to get the, them to do it. And then you should have, you should run the remote and then correct it. So what this is, here's a great example of what other trainers would say. Be quiet. Be quiet. Don't touch each other. Yeah. Be quiet. Don't let, don't let the kids run around the house, which you probably shouldn't do anyway, but not for dog training purposes, just in general. Never hug each other in but front of the like, dog. Yeah, we have dogs. We have dogs that if they see partners hug each other, the dog will bite one of them. Like these are the dogs we work with. Again, I'm not talking about like, like nip. I'm talking hospital visit. Next. Marlene, I first want to start by saying that y'all are absolutely awesome. I've watched several of your training videos and found them extremely helpful with my dogs, specifically the use of the prong collar on walks. So my question for you today, mm. this is such a formal question. I know. Wait, is, are you from down south? I have four dogs. Every time someone rings the doorbell, all four of my dogs go bonkers. They run to the door, they bark, they jump. It's a struggle to keep them all away from the door, let alone having them sit and stay. It's like a chaotic circus. Yeah, don't just say. Yeah. <clears throat> that's it okay so you want me to stop it okay so this is what i would do if i was there i'd have i would have have four bonkers and a five gallon empty jug of water you know the buff from the bubblers okay i'd have a couple of those and i'd literally come in like say no nice and calm and then deploy the missiles boom 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 dogs flying like crazy running away Say no first. You could you could train one at a time, two at a time. You can do that, but for me, just for shits and giggles, I bring down the 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 the, the from the heavens a barrage of missiles. And, and they're, they're a bonker is a cotton towel, by the way, and you're not hitting the dog with the five gallon jug of water. That's hitting the door. You're, you're startling, you're scaring the shit out of the dogs is what you're doing. Don't use fear to train. Believe it or not, there's a time and a place There's something called context. Next. 499 Top Chat from Ashley. She oh. said, thanks, this guy will bite. So glad to know we're on the right path. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. Yeah, so she just did a, um, a Top Chat, mm -hmm. which is available on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, well, you don't have to pay to play here. Obviously, we've been answering questions. But a lot of people like to throw us some extra cash. They do go to the top of the queue, but we we almost get almost every show we get through all the questions though. So next, LA dog behaviorist. Hi Jeff. Since our one on one Skype session, my business has been thriving. You mm. told me a few things that have literally changed my life. Thank you again so much. Wow, screenshot that. I did. Oh great, yeah. <laughs> so um, I do, um, and so I do. Joelle and I both do consults. We do online consults. Um, Joelle is highly skilled at your social media game. Um, a lot of film editing stuff, a lot of Lightroom stuff she can really help you with. We can both help you with your whole narrative and your storytelling, things like that. Um, so video editing is huge. You know, a lot of different concepts, befores or afters, 
um, just showcasing different highlights. We can help you with that. I can help you with your business. Um, so almost all businesses, like you have a hair salon, I'll help you. Actually, I'm thinking about anybody want to open up a hair salon in somewhere in Florida, nails, hair, she can talk to me. <clears throat> I might find it and let's talk next a said I just kept mine in the X pen while his dog was out, but still caused him anxiety. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's 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 not fair. It's not fair to you. It's not fair. It's so disrespectful to everybody. And it's just disrespectful. It's not just disrespectful to the dog. Like I wouldn't enjoy that. I wouldn't enjoy that if I go to someone's house and their dog is. And it's not because I'm a dog trainer, but it's just like like. Why is your dog running all over the place? Why is your dog constantly barking? Why is your dog getting in my face? Why is your dog doing this? Right? It's like fucking same with your kids. Tell your dog to shut up and go lie down over there. Tell your kids to shut up and go sit down over there. And I got kids. But I don't know about you, but if Angelo ever freaking behaved like that, I remember once there was there was kid guests in our house and they were running through the house. And I literally just I was in my office at home and I was like. We don't do that here. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't run around this house. It's what the yard is for. Go outside. Mm-hmm. Play in the yard. See those trees? Climb them. Okay? Don't worry. If you fall down, probably won't be climbing them for a while. Next. D5, DC5 Falcons said, thank you for the response. You're welcome. Of course. Man Vinder said. Thanks for the question. That's asking the question. Man Vinder said, as a dog trainer, how would you deal with a client that needs two dogs trained? Train them at the same time, together, or separately? So, but a little bit of each. Or train one at first, right. then the next after. Yes, yes, yeah. What you do is you train one at a time, and then you got to train them both together. You have to play them off each other. Next. Keith, I have a two-year-old female shepherd. Every time I bring the dig downstairs with the, the oh, dog, yeah. downstairs with other small dogs... I have three shepherds. Doesn't bark, but small dogs bark at her. The whole thing is crazy. Yep. Shepherd starts chasing them all around, does not listen. Yep. So I always have to keep the gate up for two years now. Okay, we can stop that tonight. Get yourself a bonker. Look up how to make a bonker on our YouTube channel. It's a cotton towel rolled up. There's not an iron bar or a brick. Okay, but it sounds it. like the small dogs are being the little shit. That's who's getting bonked. Shepherd doesn't bark, but small dogs bark at her. Right, yeah. that's okay. getting bonked. Got it. Right. So then what you're going to do is you're going to say, no, make a couple bonkers. No, calmly. All your no's are calm. Whenever you apply a punisher, there's no yelling or screaming. You're not mad. You're not upset. Keep your shepherd on a leash. No. Deploy. Literally, whiz the bonker at the little dogs. They'll probably run away. That's the idea. Oh, my God, you scared them. Uh Uh-huh. They'll get over it. Guys, like, let me explain life to you. Your children should experience uncomfortable situations. Your dogs should experience uncomfortable situations. Your children should experience scary situations. Your your children should experience opportunities of uncertainty. They should experience things in life that are not always good. Yep. And I'm not talking about, like, be the victim of a crime. I'm talking about just, like, life because if not you're 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 being overly protective and i'm very protective of my son but he's also experiencing different hardships and 
it's funny because he goes to camp every week and some of these kids are not the best behave, but it's just like, it doesn't rub off on him mm-hmm. because I, what I've instilled in him to not let those things affect him. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, he doesn't like run with the crowd. He is his own crowd. It's called being a leader, mm-hmm. you know, next. Karen, for nail trimming on a resistant puppy, would you recommend desensitization by touching paws while feeding or just hold him and do it? He's my first puppy that bucks having his paws touched. I, I would buy the, the nail cutting course for $97 that we've got. But we actually, Karen, we correct that, believe it or not. So, but I'll, I was going to give you a second part. Mm. If you don't want to spend the money, you absolutely should desensitize the dog. It doesn't have to be when he's eating. You can just start, you pick, also, what's your definition of a puppy? Everyone's got a definition. Seven-month-old dog, buy the course and follow it to the T. If you're talking about a 12-week-old puppy, you want to do that as soon as you start getting the dog. You touch all their paws, you touch their ears, you touch, open up their mouth, you you do all your standard, you know, different sensations. You introduce them to different, you know, dry grass, wet grass, mulch, I think we show that in our puppy course, too. Yep. And when they start getting, like, crazy, yeah, we correct yep. him. If, yep. if he's, like, bucking wild, you yep. can correct you, that. You correct that. You actually can correct this would, people have got to understand if there is your dog is doing a behavior that you do not agree with, you actually can say no and correct it. It's so important to understand this. That, Especially that from a young age. People are so like, they think they're going to destroy the relationship with the dog. That's the number one thing I hear is you're going to destroy the relationship with the, with the dog. It's like, we have not in 20 years. I've never seen that. I've never seen that at all. All I see that come into our boarding train is dogs with owners and with the relationships that are already destroyed pre-meeting us. So obviously, by not doing what we suggest, destroys the relationship. That's one way to look at it. That doesn't mean what we do is the only way to do it. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of bad relationships with dogs out there, and I have nothing to do with it. But we're not destroying relationships. Next. Oh, it's only a nine-week-old puppy. Yeah, you can just... Oh, nine-week-old puppy? Yeah, you just, just just bonk the dog or hold the dog really, really tight. Pretty much, you're, what you're doing is you're doing this. Tough shit, get over it. Mm-hmm. So if you had a child that didn't want you to zip up the zipper of a winter coat, which, by the way, kids do, what would you do? I used to be that kid. Okay? You'd freaking be like, listen here, you little shit. Fucking coat's going up. You don't say that to your kid, but that's the same theory. Yeah. You're not begging. You're not bribing. You're not, it's like, ask nice once, and then, oh, that zipper's going up. Right, moms and dads? It's called parenting. Next. Mel, hi. When do I move from NCS to corrections? Hmm, I guess it depends on, like, how... Right. What's NCS look like? How, yeah, like, how well does your dog understand NCS? Like, if it steps out of command, let's say your dog gets out of a down. Yep. As soon as you hit that button, does that dog go back into a down? Yep. If so, and you've done it a bunch of times, and you've done it a bunch of times in a bunch of different environments, and you're not having to use any guidance, the dog just feels thin, does what it's supposed to do. You're yeah. probably ready. Yeah. If you feel like you're, it's it's a feeling. It's like, do you feel like you're nagging your dog? Yep. You feel like you're constantly yep. telling your dog the same information right. over and over again. Right. It's probably time. Yeah. A lot of people say, I can't believe the dog's still not getting this. I'm like, well, that's because the dog's playing you. Yeah. So now it's time to say. Because NCS is like, it's just, it's just low enough levels for them to feel it, but it's not really motivating levels yet. 
Right. Once you get that correction, they're like, oh. Right. Now the dog goes, oh, okay. so now the dog does avoidance instead of prompting. Right. And that's a great example, Joelle. It's well, like, SES is avoidance, but it's not, but, but it's not, 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 not like, not like correction is. Yeah. Not like correction is. But that's a great point. It's like, if you hit the button, the dog goes back into a down. It obviously knows. It knows. It knows what it's what supposed to do. Right. Yeah. The next. Veronica, I would love to see a short video added to the nail trimming series with a giant dog. I'm not sure we can hold the dog's belly up. Do we just work on holding the Dane down until she gets over it, then start working on allowing us to touch the feet? Obviously, this technique will look a diff will look a little different from a Chihuahua to a Dane. Well, we didn't use a Chihuahua. We used a dog that's just as powerful as a Great Dane. I've done it on many Great Danes. I've done it on Dobermans. I've done it on those big Russian dogs. Uh, um, the thing is this, is like you probably would be more in a standing up position. Yeah, big dogs, we usually just stand okay. them up like a horse. And you probably would need a couple of people at first. And it's not pretty. But we And will... what you can do, right. let me throw a tip in here. If with those big dogs that want to just plant themselves sometimes, put a towel under their belly and pick them up with the towel. Right. So, and then that gives you right. some leverage. Right. But we won't be making an additional video with a great day. All right? So because you don't need one. You, yeah. don't, you don't need one. The, the, con the concepts are the same. The concept is the, the dog we used was extremely, extremely powerful. He was ripped. Okay, See his extremely muscles? powerful, and we and we've worked with many great Danes that obviously they were, they were just like that. Next, Jesse. First off, you guys are the best. I have a reactive pup who's been on e collar for a while, but just recently learned about high level corrections, and I'm already seeing its positive effects. Yeah. Curious if this correction should come at the first signs of loading, or allow the reaction to happen and then correct. No. So. Number one, I'm glad you're having results, but I've been preaching this for 20 years. And getting shit for it. <laughs> yeah, getting a lot of shit for it for 20 years. And for some reason, now all of a sudden you're starting to see these narratives, like people mimicking the narratives. Like, yeah, that's the same shit I've been talking about that everybody gives me hell about. But why is it becoming the norm now with a lot of dog trainers? Because mm. it works. That is why. Why? Because people didn't realize it worked until they actually tried it. That's the thing. Once, is it Jesse? Mm -hmm. Once a dog explodes, they're already freaking, they already pushed the plunger of the needle or they're already halfway through the bottle. Okay? The goal is don't pick up the needle, don't pick up the bottle. But they want to pick up the needle, they want to pick up the bottle. So when, so you would say no and then correct. At the first sign. At the first signs of loading. My narrative has been at the first signs of loading, you correct and you correct high. I've been saying this for a very, very, very long time. Next. Um, a said, thanks for the advice. Our campers are at permanent sites next to each other. Oh my gosh, I just got bumped. I told my parents I won't be out there anymore when they are there if yeah. they don't get their dog under control. Yeah, absolutely. Or fucking see if you can swap campsites with somebody or go to a whole another campsite. All right? All right? Or take a bunch of dead fish. Their air conditioning unit is screwed on by six bolts. Undo those bolts in the middle of the night, take a dead fish, put it inside the AC unit, close the unit back up. Next. Mimi, is it too late to cage train a 50-pound four-year-old dog? So for crate training, um, 
No, it's not. You can crate train a dog at any age as long as they're still breathing. If they're not breathing, it's easy. Just fucking throw them in and they'll stay there. Next. Jeffrey. Veronica, oh my God, I did that the other day. I was watering the hanging plants. She will not stop poking at the two-liter bottle I'm using. So I flipped it her way and pelted her with water. Guess what happened? She calmed the hell down and yeah. left me alone. Yeah. She wasn't upset. She just backed off. Yeah. Water, water bottle, believe it or not, water bottles make great punishers. It's funny because a water bottle is socially accepted. This is what's really, really weird. I can instill immense fear with a water bottle, with a dog, right? Using a water bottle on a dog is socially acceptable. So if I use a water bottle on a dog and it stops the unwanted behavior, you've actually applied a punisher to the dog, but that's socially acceptable. That same dog, you can use a remote collar on on a high level and the dog doesn't care. But these are dogs we've worked with. The dog didn't care about high level of discomfort. It was not a big enough punisher for the dog for the dog to stop its behavior. Therefore, it's not a punisher. But if I say no and I squirt, do a couple of squirts in the face with a water bottle, and the dog's like, holy shit, that fucking sucks. I'll never do that again. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. That's a punisher. Now, why is the water bottle acceptable and the e-collar not acceptable when the water bottle actually had more of a negative effect on the dog? Positive outcome, negative effect. Ask yourself that. Why is it we don't use shaker cans because we usually have a lot of dogs around and you shouldn't use a shaker can with, with a lot of dogs because now you're punishing every dog. But you, you, know, you put pennies in a can and you shake it that stops a lot of unwanted behaviors. Now, why is that? And if anybody's ever seen a dog respond negatively to a shaker can, they look terrified. So why is that socially acceptable to use, but not an e-collar? We don't want you to shock your dog. We just want you to instill massive amounts of fear where they can with coins in it. Isn't that interesting? I mean, please think into this a little bit deeper. And I'm not, I'm being 100% positive because if you really carefully, truly cared, truly cared, okay? I've got two glasses of water. I'm a freaking water drunk you right now. You carefully, truly. So if you really, really, I'm almost going to say it wrong again, <laughs> truly cared, if you truly cared about the dog and the dog's state of mind, wouldn't that bother you? Shouldn't that bother you? To me, I don't care how people correct their dogs, as long as it's effective. But to the ones that have decided that this is okay, this is not okay, this is not okay, this is acceptable, it doesn't make a difference if it works or not. We're only going to go with the things that we accept. We just go with what works. Who the heck is outside? It's a, it's a nobody. Solicitor? Nobody. Don't move, Angelo. Stay, stay hidden in the chair. Next. <laughs> Manvinder said thanks. You're welcome. Maureen recently adopted a tripod pit bull about three months ago. Last week, my parents were visiting from out of town, and my mom gave the dog a treat and then touched his cheek, and he attacked. He didn't break skin, but I had to pull him off of her. He then later that day was on a leash with me outside of and her... And he went after her again, but couldn't get to her due to the leash. Right. Then for the next week, he was leashed with me at all times. He hasn't shown any aggression prior. Right. Hmm. 
So probably wasn't a good idea for your mom to give the dog the that you just adopted food and then touch the dog's face. I think it's your, is it your handyman? Angelo, open the door, please. What? And tell them your parents. You guys, we have solicitors here. Get them, Wes. Okay. So, um, it's probably not a good idea for your dog to, enough. It's probably not a good idea for your dog, for your parents to be, for your, for your mom. Okay. To be touching the dog. No. Yes. Okay. So take it. So then take it. Does it have our name on it? Tell me, we really can't. I'm doing a podcast. I can't leave my podcast. <laughs> okay. Did you answer this one? The aggressive pit bull? <laughs> this is like crazy right now. Wes. Enough. Next. Okay. Did you answer this one, though? The pit bull? Hold on one second. I've got to handle this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Over a piece of mail. Let's okay. See. So probably what I would do is is just counter condition, counter condition the dog. Okay. Next. All right. Um... Well, though, I feel like there could be more than that, though. If he's going so, after the mom for no reason, so right, correct that, too. Sorry, guys. It was just a shit show at my front door, and I had to worry about Angela's safety and somebody banging on my door. It's like, my God. Um, so what I would do is, number one, role play that eventually, not with your mom. Role play the whole concept of touching the facial area, muzzle up the dog, have a stranger do it. And if the dog loads or goes to bite, correct the dog. The three legs have no thing about it. Anybody that says the dog had a horrific experience was beat before, don't listen to them. We have dogs that come from the best homes in the world that do the same thing. But you want to correct that. We do a yes-no concept. So we use a clicker and food, and we use a bonker. Next. Um, okay. Karen said, I just bought the green to graduate and joined Patreon. He's a nine-week-old puppy. Yeah, for the nails. So... Um, thanks for joining Karen and then do what we told you about the nails and your puppy will be good to go. <clears throat> Kim said, can you please explain purpose of a bonk? Oh yeah. Well, it's a bonker. So why do you bonker, bonk a dog? Number one, I've got a great video out there on how to make one and how to deploy one. A bonker is the best thing to de-arouse a dog. There's a, there's a very particular way to do it. It's not just random. You're not just randomly throwing shit at your dog. You're saying no first. It's actually to teach no. That's the most powerful thing you're teaching no. It throws the dog off of um, off guard. It um, A lot of dogs, they get surprised by it. We have dogs that do not respond to any other correction, but they respond to this. A lot of people, though, compare it to you're hitting the dog. It's like you're far from hitting the dog. Yes, you are throwing something at your dog, but I've thrown chuck it balls for my dogs to chase and they've hit them way harder than a bonker and they kept chasing the chuck it ball that's why the importance of no the power of no you want your dog to learn no it's a great thing to get a dog in, in its loading stage the loading is the pre-behavior before the bad behavior you would say no then deploy 
it teaches the dog that they shouldn't be thinking those naughty thoughts anymore. Um, so, uh, that's the gist of it, I think. Next. Damien, hola guys. Just want to say thank you for the content. Having a bad time here in Argentina, so you are a breath of fresh air in moments of despair. You guys encouraged me to try harder in my business. Yeah. So, sorry that things are rough. Um, things are often rough with me as well. Um, you would know from my social media, but that's because social media is not real. Mm -hmm. Hopefully everybody can understand that. People's lives are not the way they really are on Instagram. Instagram is fake. Um, so we often go through rough times. So what you need to do is you need to be putting great positive stuff in your head constantly on a daily basis whether that's through manifesting techniques, meditation techniques, um, positive motivation, um, audio, um, reading of books, journaling, um, talk therapy, um, constantly, constantly, constantly on a daily basis, consuming all these things. Unfortunately, what a lot of people are doing is they're consuming um, really negative things and that starts stacking up in their life. So between that and no exercise, bad diet, consuming of toxic things, um, having hate in their heart. Um, that's a recipe for disaster. So sometimes there's things we can control. Sometimes there's things we cannot control. So things that we cannot control, we have to only control on how we react to those things. Next. Um. <clears throat> Veronica got it. We used to have horses my last day and I could just tip his back foot back with my hip into him, like cleaning horse hooves. Yep, exactly. This stain is really something smart, strong, and she will be amazing. Yep. So uh, the end result, <clears throat> Veronica is going to be the way you described it. Cause that's how yep. we do it. That, that is the end result. Um, but getting there is going to take some human power. What I always do too, just from personal experience, I've done it with enough dogs now, is I let the dog choose whatever is more comfortable for them. So if I have a dog that's going to fight me on laying down, then I'm like, fine, I'll do it standing up. I don't care. Just don't give me any pushback. Or if I have a dog that's constantly just like throwing itself to the ground, I'm not going to sit there and try to force the thing to stand up. I'm like, fine, let me make you more comfortable being on the ground then and we'll go from there. So I kind of let the dog choose whatever position it's most comfortable in and then work it from there. Mm -hmm. So most of the time though, standing up is more comfortable, I would right. say for the majority of dogs, but we've had a few where they prefer to lay down is what it is. Nice. Whatever makes my life easier. Nice. Jesse said, got it. Okay. That's what I've been doing. Awesome. Thank you so much. I wish I had found you guys sooner. Thanks. I'm glad right, you found right. us. Yeah. Period. I think, I think the student arrives, you know, teacher arrives when sorry. the student is ready when the student is ready um and, and and it's never too late it's never too late to learn something new nope you know mm. next man vendor said how do we keep dogs safe in hot weather it can be difficult it's high it's you know 100 degrees here he didn't he didn't is higher i uh dur during the day i don't do much with them except for swim them in the pool um, I probably wouldn't even mm, midday. I probably wouldn't, I would not even walk them around the block. Um, but 
the pool is, you know, they're cooling off in the pool constantly. But then I've got to be careful when they get out of the pool, how much time they spend in the yard. We towel dry them and we have a blower here. Um, but less activity. Do all your activity um, early morning. And then tonight, it was a really hot day tonight. It's really sunny out. Probably not until about 8 o'clock at night will I take the dogs out. Might even be a little bit later. Next. Um, Mel said, thanks. Love the Green to Graduate program. I purchased just to clean up my e-collar training. So mm, worth it. Yeah. The Green to – thank you. I'm glad you – thank you for buying it. The Green to Graduate program is our number one program. It's $197. And I just say that because people spend thousands of dollars on dog training that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Some of that is because of the bad philosophy of the, the, the training system. Some of it's because the trainer maybe didn't know how to communicate because a lot of dog trainers are not good people, um, communicators. Um, that's why they end the dog training, but they have to understand they're in the people business. Um, because in order to be a proper teacher, you need to be able to teach the learnings to the, the, the human, the owner. That's the job. It's not for you just to show your skills off. Um, for that, you do with your personal dog. Um, so this course is really great because we have dog trainers that buy the course. We have dog trainers that encourage their clients to buy the course. Mm-hmm. Um, next. Veronica, I actually use empty two-liter bottles as bonkers. I always have them around for watering. I don't always have a bonker around. And yes, I can have – and yes, we have a spray bottle on the front porch. She can be halfway across the yard, hear the sound, and she stops. Yep. Bonkers are great, though. They're a little bit different than two-liter bottles, but whatever's working for you. Next. Janet is 16 weeks old enough to start using the e-collar. Depending on what you're using it for. I mean, if you're using it at a low level with pressure on, pressure off, and you're pairing it over the existing training that you're already doing, then um, then it's fine. Then it's fine. I wouldn't use it to correct the dog, though. Next. Becky, thank you so much, you two. I've corrected door barking and leash reactivity with the information you provided. I'm working on recall now, and my goal is to have two off-leash dogs. Mm. Another awesome. reason, that's a great goal. It's a great, it's a great, great feeling as well. I mean, it's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, tonight I will be biking two of one of Joelle's dogs, one of my dogs, biking them around the neighborhood, and they stay in a really tight heel, real like really tight heel. Um, and it is one of the most wonderful feelings in the world to do that. I walk girl off leash every night. Um, we just wander around the neighborhood. I carry a leash just in case, but she's off leash. Um, the green graduate is really good for that as well. That's the goal. Give the kitchen off leash trained dog next. Amanda for a dog with separation anxiety and the e-collar technology bark collar. Would you recommend using tone or no tone? Well, tone is a marker. So people have to understand that. I don't think we do. Like when we put bark collars on the dogs at work. We do. We don't. But I'm just saying no. No, but for the bark collar, I'm saying they have the. They have the tone they can turn into shock if they don't stop. Yeah. So tone is is like a warning. Yeah, we don't do that. We don't do that. But if people are only doing tone only. If you did, if you did tone and then shock and then tone and then shock and then tone and then shock and then just did tone, I can see how that would make sense. But a lot of times people are like, "Oh, we only use tone." I'm sure some dogs do stop barking. 
just probably surprises them. But there will be a point where it probably won't work. Yep. So, mm. next. Damien, trying stoicism every day and focusing on improving. Thanks for yes. your words. Yes, stoicism is fantastic. Next. Maureen, thanks to using the second attack attempt was just due to the initial attack. No food was involved the second time. It could have, it could, it could have been. I mean, that's, there's a lot of, that happened during the whole mail thing. I, I, didn't, I didn't search you properly, and I'm sorry for answering, not answering your question properly. Um, that, that's something that, that, that I still like people freaking banging on my door. It's like. Yeah, it was like super rude. He like banged a bunch of times. Right. Well, I heard him say Angelo. He goes, I Googled I know, Jeff I, Kelman's name. It's like, I know. Well, there you go. Is that weird? Why that, don't you Google it's it? It's like, well, that's weird. Trust me. That ain't, that ain't good. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't, no wonder he was banging on the door. So um, I, I, uh, I would do a one-on-one -on -one counsel with me. I need a lot more information. I need a lot more information. Anytime there's this aggression and there's biting like this, it's hard to do on a on a this platform. Next. Um, Becky said, is there a purposeful reason a dog would pee in our bed? It doesn't happen often, but every once in a while. That's a good question. I'd like to know how the, why the dog's in the bed in the first place. So what you do is you get a remote collar See, this is a question I can answer on the show. Get a remote collar, you wait till the dog gets on the bed, and you make it suck to get on your bed. There's, there's, you're going to get a bunch of people that are probably going to come up with some really smart answers on that one. Mm -hmm. Like why the dog is doing it. It's trying to show its dominance over the owner. It's marking its territory. It's this and it's that. It's like, your dog's just being an asshole. So de-asshole it with a remote collar. Next. Kim, what do you do with a dog that has a lot of fear of its environment? Four years old, anxiety, not aggressive, but barks and wants to flee the people he doesn't know or situations he's not familiar with. Bonker doesn't work. Prong doesn't work. E-collar just makes him bark and whine more and louder. I'm struggling big time with this dog. Obedience is great. Does double down. Tons of duration. Help. Yeah, you got to leverage obedience on that one. You need to start. A, you need to start. Um, it'd be great to hear your input on this too. You need to start um, exposing your dog to as many environmentals as possible. That's what you need to do, and you're going to leverage the obedience to get through the flight response on the environmentals. So a lot of happens is we're seeing a lot of fearful, anxious dogs. I just did a post on this about. A uh, fearful puppy. Yeah. I think two days ago, uh, and I wrote it. He's me. also on CBD with THC. <sighs> he sounds like that one dog, Ian. Mm. We had that one time. Yeah, that dog was like yeah. intense. So what I would do is I would start leveraging. If, if your beans is good, start introducing environmental slowly around the house or the training center. Start then exposing them outside. Start then exposing them in the real world, like out and about. You need to push the dog past, way past threshold. That's what you need to do. And a lot of people struggle with that. So like keep the dog under threat threshold. Unfortunately, there's no such thing as keeping a dog under threat. I shouldn't say that. You can, but then you can't do much with the dog. Next. 
Um, Sean said, do you ever bonk in public? My dog is able to have impulse control when inside the house and I'm able to correct inside, but how do I bonk when outside, yeah. like training in a new environment? Yeah, we do, but it's not looked upon very good. They'll get you a lot of trouble. Mm. Nothing but trouble. If you're saying no, but that's the that's why you're saying no first. You're saying no and then bonk. And then you can transfer that to no and remote color. Next. Yeah. We only really ever bonk dogs like once maybe twice and then after that once they know the word no everything's on the leash or the e-collar yeah you just gotta get in respect no yeah that's what you're really doing is you're teaching them no when people are like well, i bonked my dog so many times we're like you're not why something's not right, right. then right you shouldn't have to um have to. maureen said thank you will do you're welcome Amanda, perfect. Thank you. My neighbors all think I'm a professional dog trainer since my dog can walk nicely on a leash and behave in public. And I always tell them it's all thanks to you and your content. Um, um, first of all, congratulations. And I'm really, really happy for you. But isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Mm -hmm. That like having a well-behaved dog, you must be a dog trainer. You must be a dog trainer, yeah. Today, yeah. That's really... So I don't want to discount all of Amanda's hard work at all because she's been busting her ass. No, and that's how a lot of dog trainers come into come to be is they start with their own dog and right. they're like, wow, I actually enjoy this. But it's sad that every dog can't have a minimum of public access training. Yeah, walking um, nicely on a leash. Uh, uh, skill set. There's no, there's no reason why every single dog in the United States cannot have a minimum of public access. And I'm not talking about canine good citizen. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the real world, not in the training center, not in some focused thing. Next. Amanda also said, we s still have a lot of work to do, but he is so amazing compared to what he was three weeks ago without the e-collar and people are noticing for good reasons. When. Look at that. All in three weeks. When, when, when you, when your neighbors who are see your dog every day, see how well your dog is improved because they've seen the, before the before and now all of a sudden they're seeing the after and that's really really great mm -hmm. that's a great that number one it also is code word for you're doing your work amanda mm -hmm. so that's the thing is like like if a man just bought an e-tower without knowing what to do with it so that doesn't mean using it wrong it just meaning like that's like buying a bag of dog treats and not knowing what to do with them. Well, this like e-collars are so versatile. Think about how many people. Yeah, you can buy them just to stop counter surfing and that's easy. Door dashing. You, you don't need but, any. You don't need any training for that. But when you really understand how amazing your dog can be when you use them for training purposes, not just mm. stopping bad behavior, mm. Mm. it's like a whole new ball game. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's. I think it's really really important that people understand that that. Most of the time, we use remote cowers for a reward-based training system. And people are like, but you're shocking the dog. I'm like, but you don't understand what e-cowers can do. Mm -hmm. No. No, it's a communication device. You're literally training your dog another language. Yep. That's what you're doing. And I think there needs to be more and more people talking about it they talk about this they need to start talking about what e-cowers do and they're not just for bad dog shock they're for 
doing some really, really incredible things with them. Yeah. That help the dog in the long run. They help the human in the long run. And there's so many incredible things you can do. Next. Manbender, if a dog puts their hackles up as soon as they see another dog, should you punish that? We do. Mm. We do. Um, it, it, do I always correct a dog for its hackles being up? No, I don't. Like, also depends on like what the dog's behavior is. What does it lead to? Right. If it leads to overexcitement, yes. If it leads to potential, you know, fighting, aggression, yes. But dogs, like every morning when I feed the dogs, I don't pay attention, but they get excited to eat. All of them do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when Wes really listens to me. Do you feed them all together? <laughs> no, I feed Wes. I put my guys out by the grill, uh. I put, but I don't put Wes and I put Wes. I feed them all at the same time now. Yeah. Yes. But you don't feed them together is what I'm saying. No, okay. Wes eats in the swimming pool area. Okay. My guys eat by the grill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not stupid. Okay. <laughs> yes. You, you would know, sensitive sleeper. Yeah, I would. You would know. It would not be good. No. Um, I'm just trying to save time. Right. I, I want them to eat their food and then we're gonna, we've got to go biking. Right. Yeah, I've got to schedule to keep. Yeah. All right. iTrap says, is there a way I can keep my dog calm while I'm trying to dremel his nails? Get, get our, yes, there is. Yeah. And I would suggest you get our nail cutting video. I'm not mm. saying that to not avoid your question. I'm Post saying it right it's now. so much easier to see the nail cutting video. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty solid it's info. It's a $97 video. It's like, it's it's great. It's great. It's really, you know, it's really funny. Hmm. Like, we went, the restaurant was good that we went to for lunch that we pulled up. It wasn't a restaurant that we originally thought we were going to. We, we went to a restaurant. We thought it was one restaurant, but it was a different restaurant. But still, the point is the one that we throw the jet skis up to. Mm -hmm. We got some, we got Brussels sprouts. And then, uh, what'd you get after that? French fries? No. Yeah. yeah. What was your main course? Uh, oh, we split it, mate. We, we split, split it. That split avocado something. thing. Yeah. We split a nice Kung big bowl. avocado. Yeah. And then you like those uh, those French fries, like real French, French fries, fries yeah, so good. homemade. Like somebody sliced, they slice them up in the it's back. The good shit. In the back. <laughs> That's my weakness is French fries. Yep. If you guys want to know the key to my heart, French, French fries. fries. Oh, is that all I got to get? <laughs> yeah. Angelo, next time we're at Costco, French fries. Okay. Uh, no, just make homemade ones. They're way better. I know. I do. I often make cut up sweet potatoes and make them for mm, you. Sweet potato Keep fries. So good. Um, so, um, it was $47. Yeah. It's gone. Gone. It's gone. Worth it, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, though, that's why it's like $97. Yeah. That's nothing. It's 7 o'clock, but I want to read Connie's right here. She says, I'm on another group and posted the last post you made about other people trying to override the rules in your house. I received many thumbs up, but one nice person commented surprisingly, oh, but he uses a bonker. I explained that they only saw a fragmented version. They understood and actually realized there is so much more to it. So, Connie, it's really, really interesting about how somebody... I'm also Jewish, by the way. I'm surprised that wasn't brought up. Because that's about as... What's the word I'm looking for? Relevant as me using a bonker. The video was on everybody in the house... My video is on... I think that everybody in the house needs to be on the same page in order to have a well-behaved dog. That's it. That was the video. 
That literally was a video. It was a clip from one of our podcasts, I believe, right? Yeah. Okay. There was a clip from one of our podcasts. And then I went into it with a narrative. No, I think it was actually oh, no, it was the a, real. It was a reel that you did. Yeah, it was yeah. a reel that you did, which is a damn good fucking reel. Damn right it was. Yeah. It was a short video, too. Mm-hmm. And, and her narratives are incredible. So she wrote a great narrative. She did all the creative. And I was just the guy that did the, you know, the talent in front of the camera. She just tells me what to do. I do it. And that was the message. Yeah. That's the message. I think everybody can agree on that. No matter how you train, I think everybody can agree on that. And then somebody has to say, but he uses a bonker. <laughs> like that. It's like, okay. Don't listen to that guy. He's a bonker. So I'm also Jewish. I also homeschool my son. Like, I also probably vote differently from you. I'm also not vaccinated. Okay. So, oh, don't listen to him. He's not vaccinated. Don't listen to him. He's Jewish. Don't listen to him. He homeschools his kid. Don't listen to him. He uses a bonker. They're all about on the same fucking playing field. Stupidity. Not those things are stupid, meaning him bringing that up is just plain old stupid. And that's probably someone who doesn't go far in life because their critical thinking skills suck. And on that note, we do have to get going. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Mally, love with you. Good night, everyone.